Hey, what's going on, my friend? This is Kevin Nelson, and you are listening to the MLM Force Radio. It is another wonderful day, and I am so glad that you're here with me. Uh, let's just let's jump right in. Uh, when I grew up, I I grew up in around Sacramento, and I'm the youngest of ten children. Okay, yeah, no, my parents did not have TV. I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm I'm one of ten, and I have seven brothers. So there's eight boys and two girls. All right. Now, being the youngest, you obviously I got to see what everyone else did. You know, I got to observe their actions, the consequences, you know, the outcomes. I got to see everything and observe it. Um, and that, I mean, I'm grateful for my place in line, and, and that was helpful to me. Um, I also got to see, you know, I watched as my dad and several of my brothers, even my sister, older sister. Um, I watched as they tried to, so I mentioned that our mentor is my uncle, and and I watched as they tried to emulate him. You know, this was back in the 90s. Uh, when he was, when he was booming, you could say in his heyday, and I watched as they really struggled uh, to to do what he was doing, you know, because obviously we were, you know, poor, middle, very low middle class. Um, you know, my mom ended up working when I was a kid quite a bit, and anywho, we were we were usually pretty broke, like. We didn't have a lot of stuff. And and so, you know, I watched as they, you know, they saw, obviously, just like I've seen, they've seen what he has accomplished, um, which very few people have, right? And and I watched as they struggled to, to become like him. Um, and obviously, now my dad and my mom, they have different beliefs. They have different programming you can say uh, remember we talked about that mental image a while ago of our mind of our conscious mind our subconscious mind now in their subconscious minds my parents had different programming and luckily as their child just kidding uh, you know we as their as children are a mixture of of our parents grandparents great-grandparents of a lot of programming that's gone on for generations and be that as it may, when I was a baby and, and having that programming environmentally uh, and genetically, you get some. Um, I was around my mom until I was about two years old, like constantly. Um, and I've noticed that her programming uh, has definitely kind of won out a lot. But obviously, you know, you still have both parents. So, you know, I get to watch watch my siblings and you know we we received programming and you know i mentioned a few episodes back when i was a little kid i created a dream board and there was nothing more important to me when i was a child i know this is weird for a guy <laughs> uh there's nothing more important to me than becoming a husband and a father okay even though i was kind of terrified of it it was just it was everything i wanted that is what I wanted to do. 
And I didn't ever really take thought as to my profession. You know, I like certain things. You know, I kind of went towards certain things. But I didn't. I just knew that I would be able to provide no matter what. But above all, it was most important that I became a husband and a father. Now, as you know, obviously I did become a husband and father. And I did watch as my siblings made mistake after mistake. Now, out of my nine siblings, um, let's see, one, the majority of them have been divorced. Or, you know, I think only three of them have not been divorced. Three or four. I guess that leaves five. Five divorces, half the family, if not more. So... They've been divorced and they've they've struggled that way and and other ways and you know education wise I've seen plenty of them take a long time to finish college and that kind of stuff and I was like you know what I'm not going to be like them I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing I'm gonna be a husband and a father I'm gonna stay married I'm gonna get through school fast blah 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 and I did that uh, and when that happened you know when I did get through school. I thought everything, you know, I thought the clouds would part and there'd be this rainbow with a pot of gold at the end, you know. And just wasn't that way. I was only making so much money, you know. I graduated making 50 grand, which is by by today's standards is that's great. You should be happy with that. Um but it was it was paying the bills just like like when we were broke college kids, the bills were getting paid and we weren't buying any new cars. We've only ever had one car payment and it was like 150 bucks a month. Uh, we weren't going on vacations. We've never gone on any crazy like tropical vacation out of the country. Um, not even, we've never even taken our whole family on a plane. Um, and there just wasn't enough time or money to do things other than work and, and be home. You know, and that just, that felt like I was getting the same of what my siblings were getting. Um, because that's what, that's what they had. But guess what? I did exactly what they did. I just did it faster. That makes sense? You getting this by now? I, I got through school and I had a job by the time I was, let's see, I got home from my mission, which was two years. And 2013... You know, I was I was graduated with a job, making this much money. And most of my siblings hadn't done that until they were about 30, um, done, with high, done with college and such. Um, and so I did exactly what they did, though. I just got there faster. And I quickly saw, I was like, ugh, you know, I'm struggling. Like, how do you guys do this? Because here we just bought our house. You know, and it, our house payment wasn't crazy. It was 900 bucks a month, which in the country, that's not bad. And like I said, we had one car payment, two kids. And yet, you know, I cringed every time I had to take my kid to the dentist or or any time we thought about going somewhere. And And the flip side of that was every time, yeah, like we would spend money at the movies or go eat out or take a weekend trip. Or even take our kids to a freaking play place. Uh, or or go bowling. like Stuff like little things like that. 
I found myself this one time, specifically, we were, yes, we were, we were going to one of their friend's birthday parties, and it was at this, this play place, and it was like 20 bucks a kid, or 15, it was something a little ridiculous in my mind, but I legitimately remember, like, you could probably see it on my face. I probably turned red. I was I was probably a little frustrated and like I was scared. I was scared to spend forty freaking bucks to let my kids go to this kid's birthday party. And and I hated that. You know, I hated the feeling just at like like there wasn't enough. I'm like, here I have this this job and you know, we're making decent money and it's still, eh, you know, it's still, you know, I'm still here freaking out over $40 so my kids can go play, you know, that, that, that should not be an expense, you know, we should be able to, to do that any moment we want to, and yet I felt like a, a failure and like I wasn't providing enough because that was a strain, it was a strain to fork up that 40 bucks, and you know, as I, you know, I just, I thought, oh, I can get my master's degree and I'll get my master's degree faster than any of my siblings, which I did. And at a younger age and, oh, I'll, you know, that'll help me get my salary to where I want it to be. And even though getting promotions and, and climbing up the ranks there, it's a slow, it's a slow climb. Um, you know, I'll do it faster. I'll do it faster. And I kept, I kept thinking that. But as I kept paying attention to my CEO and to other people in the industry, I kept seeing the same thing. And the same thing I, I kept seeing in my siblings who were in their 40s, you know, late 30s and 40s, was that they still, they still worried about money. You know, they still, like, we'd, I'd, I'd go out to eat with my brother and, you know, he's like 40 and I'd see him stress out about money. I'm like, huh. Well, if I'm doing the same thing they're doing, you know, or I'd see our CEO kind of stressed about money. And, you know, he was making a couple hundred grand a year. Um, And so I just, I really started to see that, you know, the competitive climb and and the job market, um, it just obviously doesn't provide enough money. You know, it's, it's unfulfilling. For me, it was unfulfilling. It was competitive. And what a slow way to make a measly freaking, you know, wage. Like, and then I heard a statistic that in the job market, you will never, ever, ever make more than 25% of your worth. I was like, whoa, well, that sounds stupid. I want to be paid 100% of my worth. But I guess it makes sense because companies need the same business. And I remember, and I'll never forget it, I was driving with our CEO, which is me and him. We got invited by our electronic health record company. And this is how you know healthcare is messed up. Um, <laughs> we, an all-expenses-paid trip to Vegas by our electronic health record company to come to HIMSS, which is like health information management, you know, big, huge party conference, a bunch of tech companies for healthcare. And... And my boss and I were driving in this rental car to Vegas. 
And by this time, I had been promoted twice. I had, you know, and, and it was not a huge hospital. I was obviously traveling with the CEO. There aren't many more places to be promoted to. And I was talking to him about my future and, and possibly leaving and, you know, doing other things or, or switching companies so I could, you know, grow more. And and the funniest thing happened, the very day we got back from that trip, he promoted me to manage our clinics. And I was like, huh. You know, like he really wants to hang on to me. And I mean, he only hung on to me for another year after that. But I was just like, wow, that it, it was that easy to to get promoted. And also, you getting this by now, like, I still, you know, my pay increase was like another six bucks an hour. Woo! Um, and it, it just, it was the same old, you know, it was the same old. It was just a new job with a few more bucks an hour, and it was the same old thing. And I again saw where he was saw where my brothers and sisters were and i was like i want to be you know i've always dreamed of being of making enough money that i was financially you know independent really like they talk about oh you should have enough money to you know if you if you lost your job you should have six months or a year i'm like there's no way making the kind of money i've made even a hundred thousand dollars a year how in the world am I going to save up six months, 12 months of expenses of, of whatever? And then what happens when those 12 months are up? I get another job and then I go back to work saving for the next time I get laid off. Like, no, this is garbage. And so my plan was to figure out what to do, what I wanted to do. Because obviously the whole job thing, eh, you know, I have siblings 20 years older than me. It wasn't working out for them still. And I have a couple of siblings who've always kind of been dreamers. And obviously that's not working out because, you know, I've, I've discovered it takes dreaming and doing. You know, we can't, we can't just think our way into things. We got to think and act. And so, but obviously I was still terrified. Um, you know, I made, I made the decision to leave the job world and to do my own thing. And my wife and I did that. And and a blessing, and I've told you this before, was that I got laid off early. I got laid off before it was time to be laid off. And that was the biggest blessing I'd ever been given. And it really just pushed me out into you know this ocean of entrepreneurship and this ocean of of get it done by yourself you know you don't need a job and i was scared to death um to leave the realm of of education and employment yeah i was terrified and i don't know if i would have done it had i not just been kind of pushed off cliff or nudged um you know i wanted to but that nudge really got me to where to where i wanted to be now i'm still not making tons of money. I've told you this before. Right now, uh, we've we have a job that we're only doing two hours a day, and we we bring in twelve hundred bucks a month. 
<laughs> it's back to like poor college kid stage. Um, and you know, that is, that is changing. That is growing. You know, we're doing more, we're being more. And the neatest thing I found is that we, the last time we went to a play place cause we still do the same little things, you know, my family and I, we still go to the movies or, you know, do little weekend trips or go to play places. And the last time that we went to a play place, it was a a birthday party again. We got there and, you know, again, I said we were making 1200 bucks a month and <laughs> so much easier than the 40 bucks we put out when I was all stressed and freaking out about it and we were making 50 grand a year. I put out 20 bucks. I went in there happy as can be, super grateful. And it was 20 bucks. And then I came to f- like, the kid was like, oh, you're with a birthday party? And he gave us our money back. I'm just saying the difference in my attitude and in my gratitude was night and day. It doesn't matter how much money I'm making. It doesn't matter how much we have. What mattered was that my attitude changed and my gratitude level was completely different. You know, I was happy to be there when they charged us 20 bucks. I was just like, heck yeah, like, let's do it. No problem. And, and I find that's the biggest blessing in my life is that I'm grateful for all that I have now. And I'm happy, you know, it doesn't, it's not about, it was never about the money. And, you know, it was, it was inside of me. And I find now that my world is becoming so much more abundant, you know, an abundance of food, an abundance of opportunity, an abundance of money. And I know that as I become that, it's like that because I'm becoming that. And then the doing happens, which is happening right now. And then the having happens. And it's freaking awesome. It is freaking awesome. And I appreciate you being here with me. Please see us on Facebook at the MLM Force. And leave me a review. Let me know if you have a question that I can answer live. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.